I'm glad you're with me today. We're continuing our series on qualities that belong only to God, attributes of God, things that God is. And I want to talk really uh, in a special way about his spirit, his Holy Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. The Bible says there's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're the three in one. Our minds cannot fathom that. We cannot fully understand what that means. But basically, his spirit is here in this world doing his work. And when we trust Christ, his spirit, that is not surrounded nor, nor in, in any way uh, circumscribed by situations or time or space, comes to live in our lives. And so I want you to see uh, some truths today about, about the Spirit. And if you're going to be a successful follower of Christ, you must know who the Spirit is, you must know what it is He wants to do in your life, and you must open up your heart to let Him fill you on a daily basis. Paul teaches us about this in the 8th chapter of the book of Romans, and he talks about how to live the Christian life. He says it's wonderful to be a believer, it's wonderful to come to Christ, but he says that's only the beginning. And he goes on to talk about how in our flesh, in our own strength, we can't please God. And if we continue to follow that way, it's going to be really frustrating. But if we come to recognize that Jesus, through his spirit, has come to live in our lives, and he wants to empower us and live through us and enable us and be the strength of our lives. And, and that's why this, this passage in Romans talks about that. And I want to read it to you. It's in Romans chapter 8, beginning at verse 5, If you, where you can't read your Bible right now, maybe you can read this passage later, Romans chapter 8, beginning at verse 5. Therefore, those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh. You are in the realm of the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, even though your body is subject to death because of sin... The Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his Spirit who lives in you. What an amazing scripture that is that gives us so much insight into God's Spirit. First of all, I want you to realize that it's the presence of God's Holy Spirit in our lives that identifies us as a believer, that marks us as a believer. That's what he says here. He says we cannot be a Christian without the Holy Spirit, but he says if Christ is in you, then you are. But he said if you do not have the Spirit of Christ, then you do not belong to Christ. And here he's not talking about a, a spirit as an attitude. He's talking about the spirit as a person. And, for example, in my Bible it's a, in a capital S and the Holy Spirit of God coming to live in the believer when we trust Christ. Listen to verse, verses 8 and 9. Those who are in the flesh can't please God. And, 
But if if you are if if you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, you can please God because you can allow Him to work through you. He goes on to say that all of this depends on the Spirit. William Law, a preacher of a long time ago, put it like this: A Christ not in you is a Christ not yours. Now millions have missed this simple secret. And they make Christianity an external religion or a ritual instead of a relationship to an internal person. So the distinguishing mark of a Christian is that Christ has come to live and reside (coughs) in you. As Paul wrote to the Colossians, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Halford Luckup calls Romans 8 9 the great forgotten verse of the Bible. He says we must take it seriously. It tells us who is a believer. It tells us who is not a believer. It means that Christ himself has been received into that person's life, and nothing short of that pleases God. This is what sets the believer apart from the unbeliever, says Luckock, and so does the Scripture say that in this place. You see, the presence of Christ within the believer is is not a luxury, but it's a necessity to know Christ. C.H. Fowler put it like this, I've never read this passage of scripture in the presence of a congregation without feeling I have some way chopped down through every heart with a great broad axe. It says if you do not belong to Christ, not that you will not be as well as others, but you will not do it at all if you don't have the spirit. If a man does not have the spirit of Christ, there's not the remotest shadow of a chance for him to know God and to get to heaven. The mark of the believer is not an external mark as much as it's an internal mark. But certainly because we have the Spirit, it will make a difference on the way we live. It will make a difference. You've known people, and so have I, who have professed that they've come into relationship with Christ. But you see no evidence in their lives. You see no evidence in their home. You see no evidence in the way they think and act. Well, you see, there's no evidence because internally it's an internal job when we become a believer it's not an external job it's not because we say we're a believer it's not even because we we profess it it's not even because we tell people we are but it's because we have come into that relationship that brought jesus into our lives to forgive our sins and make us a new person so paul is pointing out a world of difference between the believer and the non-believer he's helping us to see what, is, what it's really all about, and that the Holy Spirit is the key. He says that the non-believer in verse 5 lives according to the flesh, and he sets his mind on the flesh, and he doesn't have the Spirit of God. And he's, what he's saying is that when you're in the flesh, you're in dependence upon yourself. Flesh means self. Flesh, flesh means you count on you, you depend on you, everything is you, and you may you are the boss of your life. And... Marcus alone says this denotes those who have been awakened, illuminated by the Holy Spirit, and whose lives are governed by the fact that Christ lives in them. He says the characteristic of those who walk according to the flesh and live according to the flesh is they just set their minds on the things that satisfy their flesh. The idea here in the Greek word does not refer to the physical flesh. It refers to that old nature of ours that wants to live for self and wants to put self above everything else. And what God is saying to us is, if you know Christ, if you have a relationship with him, 
then it's because you trusted Him as your Lord and Savior and His Spirit came to live in you. So we'll talk more about that tomorrow. God bless you. Have a great day.